Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, the adventurers traversed the fetid drainage tunnel looking for access to the everlasting temple. The malodorous passage held a well-fed monstrosity that soon fell victim to the hero's onslaught. The carrion crawler's lair led to the temple's bloody altar room, where a hidden door was soon discovered. What foul secrets lie beyond the mysterious portal? Find out now. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, so we're on episode 13, right? Lucky oh, number 13. Lucky number. Is it 13? Uh, something like that. Oh, man. Uh, I hope someone dies on thirteen, episode 13. That would be, That'd be really yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good drama. It would be good drama. But let's make it the cultists. Oh, okay. Bad guys die. Yeah. Uh, it's not quite there, as fun for me, but... There's someone, the high priest. Someone loves them. Yeah, that's true. I probably have, you know, families and friends and, you know, little league practice and stuff they should. Speaking of this, <laughs> Thora as a character really has had some internal um, kind of angst about the fact that she's just going along killing these people mm-hmm. and doesn't really, you know, other than they don't like non-humanoids. It's causing a little bit of, you know, internal strife yeah. for Thora as a character. I could see that. Yeah. Well, Aleron would be happy to give her counseling. Is it <laughs> showing externally? I would say we, no. Trouble sleeping? We don't know you well enough to know. Probably not. Yeah. We haven't really opened up. Yeah. Well, you, you did just find, uh, last time you found that uh, altar room that had like a bowl full of guts. I mean, that's that makes them seem like pretty bad dudes, right? Well, yeah, but but in her, in her you know, worldview, it's like, okay, well, they're killing people, but is the answer then to kill them back? I mean, is that, that's, uh, you know, that she, yeah. this, I'm just cool show. You want to struggle here. Well, she's yeah, so she's thinking in terms of like, well, wait, should we go report them to authorities and have them arrested, right? Or they have to chop extra wood or something like back on the farm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get more chores or more yeah. chores would be. Yeah. You don't get milk tonight or no dessert. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah, I can no see that. No sweet cakes for you. Yeah. I mean, you have your own motivations. You need to stay true to those and I've always work that out. In the world of D and D, like if we know each other's professions in classes, if you would, but would be our skills, right? If we know something about that skill, like I know what her, for lack of her kind do, you know, like I've seen her magic, so I I can detect what she is. Mm-hmm. And so I know about her background of what that normally entails of how she gets her powers. Or I've seen him rage, and so I know it. And the same thing with, I've seen you heal, so I know I know a little bit of what you're- Occasionally. Class is, you Reluctant. know, reluctantly, yeah. reluctantly. You just um, think you know Thora. Yeah, I mean, just as far as knowing <laughs> knowing the the classes and what your powers and how you got those powers or what entails you to. I've always just wondered about that side note. I guess that's a good thought. I, I've always thought like you know you 
you know, some backwoodsy bumpkin, you know, coming out and running into someone who can cast these bolts of, yeah. you know, force energy and, you know, is always shouting at things, yeah. um, you know, that maybe it's just seems really odd and you're just a magic user, some right. kind of, you know, uh, yeah. So I don't know if you would know like that she's a warlock and maybe has a patron of some kind. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. I've thought about that too. And that just shows you how, you know, wide open that stuff is. Yeah. I was going to say how boring my oh. life is, but, oh, wow. uh, yeah. um, but yeah, no, you it's a DM. What are you talking about? Boring. <laughs> you rule this world. I know. Yeah. It's like being a rock star kind of. <laughs> Yeah, very exactly. sad, sad rock the Mick star. Jagger of Dungeon Patrol. <laughs> um, so yeah, last week, uh, you guys were uh, you know hanging out in this altar room. You defeated a carrion crawler and climbed up into the altar room. Found this bowl of guts, and Aleron found a secret door and just started to open it. And then I, <clears throat> I found Padriga behind it, right? <laughs> yeah, she was just hanging out. Like, awesome. thank Let's you. Awesome. I didn't know it opened both ways. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's just hanging out there in this closet. Uh, no, it's a passage <laughs> of some kind, and you push it open, and uh, and you can now go in there if you want. Can you well, I will look down the the hallway first. Okay. Yeah. Move your token so you can see what's uh, lies beyond. There you go. Ah. So I don't know what you can see, but looks like a small room around a corner. Um, yep. Hey, Alaran just like walked through that wall. <laughs> huh. Culture is really freaked out now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what can't he do? I don't say anything to the rest of them. I just. So I'll leave the door open. Obviously, if it stays open. Uh, it's it's on some kind of a spring mechanism, so it does close automatically behind you. And locks. And locks. Yep. Okay. You are now the Bjorn of the group. <laughs> I'm really not, because yes. of course I'm going to be watching the door to see if it's closing. Okay. Totally. Um, so, yeah. So you guys see uh, Aleron go through, push on this wall, and it opens up, and he's just kind of swallowed up in the blackness beyond. Ah, uh, hey guys, I'm going to go follow the, uh, the yeah, mystic let's, guy. Let's go, let's go, follow. If we've learned our lesson, right? Yeah. No screams yet. He's just standing there, paralyzed. Um, you going to go through the door then, Cole? Show? Yeah, I'll push through the door. Okay. And of course, then the light shines in his face. Here, if we have a rock. Oh no, a bone. Get a bone and wedge, a, wedge <clears> the door open with it. Is that what you tell us? Yeah, I'm going to whisper it to you. Okay. So I'll put the drift glow in, in, in Aleron's face. What are you doing? Get that out of my face. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> I can see in the dark. I don't need that. Uh, uh, so you get in there and yes, now Aleron, you can see that uh, there's a room that lies beyond to the north and it looks sort of like a, uh, a large bedchamber. Is there actually a light going on that table? Yes. Okay. Uh, there are a couple lights, and you come in and you see a bed over on one side of the room, and on that bed is a young girl. Um, and if then, this is really Patrika, it's too funny. <laughs> and farther uh, up against the wall, you see some mats and some uh, large pillows that are kind of thrown on the floor, uh, and you see a couple other, um, you know, young girls who are chained to the wall. One of them is hanging off the wall. One of them is. 
on the floor, oh, apparently geez. asleep. Uh, so okay, you... I'm going to move over to the girl on the bed and see if she's awake or can be woken. Okay. So you go over to the bed um, and you start to, what, gently... Yeah, gently... Trying to rouse her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she uh, seems like she she kind of tries to open her eyes and um, she's either really, really tired or she is uh, maybe drugged. She mm-hmm. seems kind of drugged and unable to talk and just kind of like, you know, slurring her words. But she's she's coming out of it. It might just take uh, a minute or two. I'll look around for another exit. Okay. There is a door uh, to your left call show. Call show. Guard the exit. Is there um, like a locking mechanism on this side that I can see? Uh, yeah, there is a lock on this side of the door. Perfect. Yep. Is, is it locked? Uh, it is not currently locked. All right. Huh. I will quietly lock it. Okay. So you quietly lock it. All right. It is now locked. Just to be clear. So Thora will move to the the um, girls at the back and start checking the chains and seeing if there's any way that she can undo them or unlock them or uh, the chains they they're all uh, seem like crude locks um, I don't know if you have the skills or abilities to open them up but uh, maybe you're I do not but then I will try and get Bjorn to come back and work on them okay. just make sure she's is she conscious uh, they uh, appear to be the one on the wall is kind of does seem to be just mm-hmm. out of it, like tired out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she uh, she's easily woken and she starts, you know, quietly, you know, her eyes are darting around and she's like, who, who are you? Who are you? I'm going to look to Thora to calm her. All right. So Thora in her very Thora like way, uh, you know, whips out a goat and that's right uh starts trying to minimize the trauma that uh this young girl's gone through um thank but, god we have a therapy goat <laughs> exactly come on now comes in handy uh then i'll while she's doing that i'll just tell her i'm going to un- unlock these now i'm going to get you free okay are you telling her to be quiet or anything or? I, yes i'm telling them to be quiet i'm like just stay calm stay quiet okay we're here to help you and Good. she nods and says okay okay Thank you. So that's an 18 to pick lock. 18. So yeah, you managed to pick the locks and this is the girl that's hanging on the wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, you managed to pick uh, both of her locks. You said they're very crude and they come free and she just kind of falls down and, um, you know, goes to her knees right away and, and, you know, gives you a big hug and, uh, and then she looks to Thora and, you know, runs over and kind of stands by you, Thora. So I, while they're continuing this, I'm going to try and get some information about, you know, who is this girl? What does she know about why she's here? Where did she come from? Uh, the girl that you just freed? Yeah. She's, my, my name's Mel. I, I, I come from uh, in town here. I was, uh, I was, I was taken. Um, and, uh, you know, I, do you know my parents? Did my parents send you? No, Patty's parents sent us. Patty must be must be the new girl. Uh, Patty, yeah, I think I think that's right. Um, they gave her something, and she's she's been out of it. They, they didn't even bother to chain her back up. Is this her? 
Uh, the girl in the bed? Mm-hmm. E. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Wow, this was much easier than I thought. <laughs> Your job is done. Okay, I'm going to pick up Pedrika and uh, carry her as best I can. Okay. So um, you uh, you managed to get her out of bed and uh, pick her up, and she she definitely seems to be like looking around more, and uh, um, um, you know she might even be able to stand on her own if you. Oh, okay. Um, I'll put her down. You know, maybe hold her arm or something. Um, and this time, the other girl that was on the floor sleeping, uh, that's just has the one chain. Uh, she uh, she is awake now and is kind of. You know, taking it all in and is being very quiet and, you know, looking at you, hoping, you know, to get help as well. Yeah. Is is this like a dresser or a desk that I'm standing next to? Uh, It's a dresser or kind of like a wardrobe. I'd like to start rooting through it. All right. So you uh, you start going through this uh, wardrobe. Why don't you roll? um, I have a different, I've got five D20s lined up today. (laughs) No repeat of last week. Ah. What am I rolling? Uh, You could do perception or investigation. Okay, so not that one. (laughs) Um, That would be a natty one. Oh my gosh. Wow, turn of luck here. Okay, Okay, you're back in the back. Okay. Next. Um, I'll I'll motion to Bjorn to try and unlock the, the other girl. All right. Oh, yep. Of course. Yep. So, uh, once she you... again con- unconscious? Are they both awake? And they're both you've, awake. You've talked to them. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> that is a twenty-two. Twenty-two. Well, yeah, that's even easier than the last one. So you pop that open, and she immediately stands up and goes and you know kind of hangs on to the other girl. Okay. Okay. Let's begin ushering them. I think we should try taking him down through the passageway and get him out as quickly as possible. Is there anything else? You looked through that, but you um, were... Oh, you, you, well, I was distracted, I okay. guess. I'll go over to uh, Coltrow and say, do you find anything? Why don't you take a look? It doesn't look like anything of value is here. All right. I see something in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little bit of better investigation. A six. Wow. <laughs> you guys are terrible. Are you a cooler or something? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um so yeah. Uh nope, you're right. I'm gonna assume that my very competent <laughs> colleagues have thoroughly searched that. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's nothing value here with right. the prisoners. Like yeah. Two of us have looked at nothing. So, uh, so what is it? Your Mel and what's the other girl's name? Uh Mel? And the girl on, on the floor. Three of them now. Yeah, Mel and uh, uh, Shelly. <laughs> Mel and Shelly. Uh, do you come from wealthy families? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thora just glares at Call Show. Yeah. Let's let's get them out of here first. Well, we can't really go back the way we came. Why not? Uh, because it's you know we broke the law and stuff, and there was the sheriff <laughs> and what. It's still the cover of night. We can get out of here. Yeah, it's maybe like an hour into this whole whole evening. We should absolutely get the girls out of so here. So what are we going to do? Possible. Just throw them into the town square and say run for it? No, we run with them. We need to keep them safe. Uh, we can't. Children don't have the skills to keep themselves safe. Yes, but you know, the talking guy on the coin said we only had a couple hours to stop imminent evil destroying the entire kingdom and we should slaughter people here. We don't have time to go all the way back. 
And there's nothing in this desk or this drawer that has any information for us. So there's any more details in here. Well, what are your thoughts? Keep going through this door. And what do we do with the girls? Well, I mean, I don't they know. They should at least go down into the passageway and hide down there. Or they could come with us and carry our stuff. That is absolutely not okay. <laughs> was there a hall down there further that I saw you going yes, through? Yes, there's a hall and there's people chanting gibberish down the hall. So mm. if they're doing something magic we should try to stop it. Okay, so but if we have the girls um, climb down the rope, it is very smelly, but it is safe. We killed the big thing. You will see it is dead. It's okay. You can just wait there. And they, <laughs> so they, they nod and, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's only going to traumatize them slightly more. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's still be less traumatizing than this. Just don't look at the bowl of humanoid soup Take on the way down. Take for it. Be quiet down there. <laughs> well, as long as they go back to this, the beginning, it was fine back there. That's locked. Yeah, and I locked that back behind us. Yeah, but they can wait there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're, I don't think anybody's going to come through that area. Okay. Unless they, someone's figured out that we went through that area. Okay, I'm going to be ushering the girls over to the great town to the... I like that the cleric is acting like a cleric all of a sudden. That's awesome. Do they need like a... The, hey, I, to I was a kid drink? bereft in the streets <laughs> yeah. of the capital, so I'm That's kind true. of protective it's of coming, kids. It's bringing it out of you now. Are I like of, it. Of the, they're of thirst? Uh, are, are you asking if they're thirsty? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they seem more interested in just getting, getting out, getting yeah, out of this room. But thanks, Bjorn. But uh, let's let's oh, get them idea. going. <laughs> well, you the, want some peanuts? They're also going to need a light. We can give them the globe. No, we cannot. <sighs> this Magic is my favorite globe. toy. Um, okay, I do have torches. I don't really need them. I don't know why I carry these, so I give them some torches. All right, I give them two torches. Okay, so you give them torches, and uh, you're gonna. Bring them back to I'm, the tunnel. I'm already there. I'm already at the tunnel okay, at with the, the tunnel. rope going down. So you're helping them get down the rope. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to tell them to stay there or head back to the... No, they should stay there. Okay. So stay there. Wait for us. All right. So they have torches. They have smelly room. And you're going to... Okay, so we should probably tell them. So if we die horribly here, start <laughs> screaming at the grate in about two hours... At the other grate, right? At the other grate. Uh, wait till it gets light. Oh, yeah. So that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Wait good till daylight. If we're not back, that means we're probably dead. Maybe we should... Hmm. How do we unlock the grate for them or give them that ability? Someone will hear them in the courtyard. Yeah, including the cultists. Yeah, well, you win point. some, you lose some. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh you guys what, are dealing with your childhood traumas morally, in very different ways. Yeah, and he's is, the morally questionable one now. <laughs> this is great. It's those darn dice rolls. They're just turning him into an evil person. <laughs> I don't think I ever tried to mislead you that I was like some sort of do-gooder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if remember or not. Is there anybody who knew that we were coming down here? Just talking coin head. Well, and, right, um, and the bartender. Yeah, he knows you're in a tunnel. <laughs> somewhere well, somewhere we you know we left um sheriff handy and the and the dad yeah uh, marka yeah what well, whoever they are i don't care yeah but the yeah. sheriff can't be of any help he's in hiding they just ran off into the dark i mean he he felt yeah. like he needed to get out of there i guess but... the cultists are in charge of the town then so yeah okay yeah. just wait for us don't scream yeah. we'll be back if we die i'm sorry all right 
I'm still not clear why I'm following a coin's advice here. <laughs> Incredibly vague advice. Uh, it's like astrology, you know? <laughs> it really like, is. have a little faith. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do you want us to bring them all the way through back then the, the, the entrance and get them to safety somewhere and then come back or? That's what I'm feeling. Yeah. Oh. We don't have time for that. I'm sorry. We'd have to go all the way back to the guy's house to get our reward. Yeah. That was like in the next town. No, we're just going to, her dad is here in town. Well, you don't know where he's at. You just sent him off in the dark, I think. Well, I assume he's going back to the tavern where we all met. Well, we stayed, yeah, we stayed, possibly. we stayed at his house, but is that in this town? I don't no, know. That's, no, that's, that's a different town. That's the other town. It's a day's ride away from here. But he's here in this town with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just you. stop so, arguing. That's cool. Yeah, so they're Mind down forward. in the tunnel, and they're they're going to wait, and you guys are going to hopefully survive. Aileron is pounding. <laughs> we happy. Could, we could do we could just do scroll stone dagger and see who wins. <laughs> dagger always wins. <laughs> dagger always wins. Um, okay, so, let's so go look behind this door. There is a door that you locked. The girls are are down in the tunnel, and you guys are back in this bedchamber. And um, you're going to unlock the door and go through. Guns blazing, <laughs> swords swinging. I will quietly unlock the door. All right. With an asterisk. Should we assume, quietly. Yeah. Should we assume that it's not trapped? I'm glowering at Cole Show. <laughs> Need a good roll out of you there, big guy. Uh, there we go. There's a there's a 19 stealth. I quietly unlock the door. Very quietly. And I will swing it open gently. All right. I do some <clears> golf <throat> golf clap. Well done. Nice patronizing good clap, right? Uh-huh. Good job. Uh, so <clears throat> are you going into the next room then? What? No traps. Nothing I mean, so out. I'm going to push the door open and move into the doorway to scan the room. All right. So you're in the doorway. Looking for anything resembling motion. All right. So you see there are some curtains on your left, and uh, you can hear someone kind of, it sounds like someone's talking to themselves, you know, just kind of uh, mumbling, rambling on, uh, train of thought sort of speech. And um, uh, the rest of the room, uh, there's a desk with a bunch of papers and a large uh, book uh, on top of it, a couple of chairs. Uh, there's another uh, kind of cabinet over in one corner. There's uh, an, another uh, bookshelf um, to your right and uh, with some books on it. And uh, there's a chest um, between these two pieces of furniture along the one wall uh, on the north there. And uh, on top of the bookshelf, you also see... Uh, a little stand that has this strange looking kind of uh, black, glassy, very shiny looking dagger uh, sitting in this little holder. Neat. Um, (laughs) Where's the talker? Uh, The talker is behind the curtains on the south side. All right. So I'm going to pocket the drift globe and then I'll hold a number one like behind my back. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like, sneak into the room. Okay. I'm basically going to try to pad behind the curtain so that I can get up adjacent to this person as quietly as I can. 
All right. I'm going to turn to Bjorn and say, I think Cole Show needs to go number one. <laughs> yes, I thought I saw Chamber Pot back in the other yeah. room. So uh, you, you are moving into the room. But, you know, barbarians, what are you going to do? What's everyone else doing when Cole Show starts? I'll follow him. We'll creep up. Yeah. Creep up? Creep okay, up. everyone roll stealth. There we go. 23. 17. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Thor is making a face. And I don't. 10. 10. Oh, 16. But I was hoping I was ahead of them. Yeah, you were ahead of them. Um, but you get into the room a ways, and the others are following behind you. Uh, you can be in whatever order you decide. And um, I love where we're all actually physically pointing at each other. You next. You, no, you, no, no, you, no, you, no, you. Um, so you get in there, and then you hear you hear the you know the voice, uh, and it's um, suddenly it gets louder, um, and it is. Uh, I should be like fifteen feet ahead, I think. Okay. The um, the voice says, "So you're where you're at now." Okay. No, you hear the voice say, My, my, Gregory, it appears we have unexpected guests. What a surprise. Oh, what's that? No, really? Assassins, you say? Well, hmm, I suppose we knew they'd come for us sooner or later, didn't we, Gregory? Can I run around the corner while he's soliloquizing? Yeah, sure. He's <laughs> like, uh, the bad guys always have their last say to <laughs> <laughs> While he's monologuing. <laughs> All right. So you run around the corner. Uh, is anyone doing anything else before all hell breaks loose in this room? So you kind of followed in behind Cull's show, but uh, I want to give some. We heard the talking and then we saw him probably, you know, running around the corner. So. You know, I'll just kind of take a step back, go around here by the chair and get myself ready for probably some kind of, well, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and so, uh, Cull Show, well, let's uh, let's roll initiative then, because this is probably going to happen. I really want to surprise. You're probably not going to get out of a fight. And I am adding you to the turn order. Thingy me Bob here. And Cull Show, what'd 18. you get? 18. Um, Bjorn. 23. Aleron. 8. 8. There we go. I was distracted by that dagger. Uh, Thora. 13. Yeah, I'm surprised no one went for the dagger. And Bigger things to... Might be cursed, too. Could be cursed. And I will put you in your orders. And Bjorn, you are up. All right. Well, I'm going to take two steps aside here. And I can do have a shot on him there. Uh, yes. And what you see as you round the corner, yeah. uh, you see uh, a large fleshy mass uh mm. it looks like many different body parts kind of sewn together to form this very misshapen uh incredibly large humanoid figure mm. but the voice 
that's still gibbering on is, you know, uh, talking uh, is actually a little, uh, uh, little person who is uh, missing some legs. And this giant fleshy mass is holding this, uh, you know, human, looks to be human. Um, and the human is the one doing the talking. Looks like a kind of a shriveled, you know, mostly hairless uh, humanoid, uh, I think golem, but no legs uh, kind of uh, uh, creature and just talking and saying, you know, yes, Gregory, you, you can tear them limb from limb if you want. We must show them that they can't interfere with the hand of the everlasting. And uh, so the, the <clears throat> golem, golem, the uh, fleshy thing turns and there's my thing of uh, giving away the secrets. The right fleshy, golemy sort of thing. <laughs> fleshy, golemy sort of thing. <laughs> but you had to call it something. Um, so it turns and it uh, sits this little guy down mm-hmm. on the edge of uh, the table that was standing over and uh, then turns back to face you. Okay, so my first instinct when I see something that disturbing is to shoot it. All right. <laughs> Shoot away. I don't blame you so at I all. I cast Hunter's Mark on this fleshy, golemy thing. Who knows what it could be? <laughs> You'll <clears throat> never figure it out. That's a 23 to hit. Uh, yes, that hits. I'm at uh, 10 points of damage. And since this is my first attack, I get uh, another attack on my first attack. All right. That's a 14 to hit. Oh, sorry, nine, 13 to hit. Um, that hits. Okay. Oh. And then I get another D8 on top of that. So that's, uh, another 14 points of damage. Wow. <clears throat> so your, uh, arrows go flying towards this fleshy creature and strike it and just kind of thunk, you know, it's not like a real, you know, wet meaty sound. It just mm-hmm. kind of thunks into them and they're just sticking out of them, but he doesn't appear to be phased at all hooray um call show you're up okay so which i'm sorry heaps you said he sat down the the legless guy yeah on top of that table that appears to have a body on it under a sheet so i guess i would like to take five foot move five foot up there and run the shriveled little guy in in (laughs) okay all right I mean, I noticed you don't really have a pawn for him, so. No, I didn't. Uh, I figured he might be a casualty in the in this <laughs> coming fight, but I didn't put a pawn for him. Huh. It's not going to take much. He's he's not not. Uh, he's hanging on by a thread. Okay. Well, um, I'm apparently still taken aback by all the bizarre nature <laughs> Why, uh, and a string of bad luck. <laughs> What'd you get? A seven. Oh, yeah. Cheapers. Yeah. That's not going to do it, even for him. Um, so he can't get away from you. I so. can't hit a legless, shriveled old guy who's <laughs> <on> the- <laughs> sitting on a table or directly in front of you. I think I'm in the wrong line of work. Yeah. Maybe think of him like, uh, you know, a nice uh, piece of meat that you have to prepare for cooking. <clears throat> you know, you might be able to, you know. That's just wrong. <laughs> they have sports psychologists. I wonder if you need something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so it is now Thora's turn. 
So Thora will take a step up behind the curtain so she can see what's going on. And then she's going to do a, um, I don't, can she take a look at the fleshy golemy like thingy and uh, do a knowledge to. Sure. Would that, I mean, would knowledge our arcana do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that would work. That would be a 16. So big surprise. You believe this is something called a flesh golem. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, you know, from your past yeah, studies on the farm, golemy nature, um, uh, that uh, <laughs> uh, you just get this golem vibe and uh, you know that it, it has some kind of uh, uh, weakness to fire. Mm-hmm. Um, you had one as a farmhand, right? Yeah. I mean, they all do on the farm. Okay. Okay. So then um, Thora will create bonfire um, right where that thing is standing. All right. So, and does it get to roll? Do you... Um, <clears throat> well, let's see. It's a dex, dex roll. Dex roll? Is that it? Yep. Yeah, dexterity. Yep. All right. I believe got an 18. That will. That that works. That saves. That saves. So what does that mean? Does he get burned at all or just out of the way? Uh, yeah. He just, just avoids it. Yeah, yeah, just avoids it. All right. But if he stays in the spot, then he's got to do it every time. All right. Every turn. Okay. Sounds fair. And I will also tell them um, fireworks on it. Okay, so you're letting your group know? I'm letting everybody know. Fire. Fire. Use the fire. Use the force. Okay. So it is now the flesh golem's turn. He's going to move up to get out of the fire. And he's going to attack our friend Cull Show. Big surprise. Let's see. Nine and 17. So he reaches out to grab you and you can just hear this grunt and you feel these, you know, meaty paws uh, kind of briefly grab onto you, but you manage to pull away and... Yeah, I'll just throw myself back. Ew. <laughs> okay. So it is now... Um, uh, at the same time, I'll just say that the the uh, uh, little guy is um, basically just shouting, you know, yes, kill them, kill them, kill them all. Well, maybe not the girl. She's a pretty one. Save her. Save her for later. Um, so... He's just yelling encouragement to... It's no wonder you expected assassins, you freak. <laughs> and Aileron, it's your turn. I'm going to invoke a prayer to Ilo and pull my shadow up around me and cast it before me, creating three illusory duplicates of myself. Wow, nice. Yeah. I'm going to move up to the flesh golem and stab at it repeatedly. <laughs> okay. Seems straightforward enough. Haven't done that in a while. <clears throat> so you coming around the corner here? Yes, please. Right so we got a 23. That hits. And my second one's a 14. Also a hit. Sweet. 
Tell me your damage. So that'd be six damage total. Six total. Okay. So no, you no, managed... no, no, no. That'd be nine total. Sorry. Nine total. Okay. That's a little better. Um, you managed to stick your uh, daggers into this, you know, lump of flesh. And, uh, you know, as you pull them out, you don't, you know, it doesn't feel right to you. It's not, you know, not mm. quite like stabbing a body and seems to really have, there's no blood or anything that comes out. And they, uh, the creature doesn't even really seem to acknowledge you at all. And this guy is still, the little guy still just kind of laughing and, you know, cheering on his, his creature here. Oh. Bjorn. So did I see those daggers in the corner when I came in? Uh, yeah, I'll say everyone saw that. And identified daggers. that my very deadly shots did not do anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, didn't seem to have any effect, yeah. Okay. Um, and I heard her scream fireworks. So um, I'm going to rush back here and get to these daggers. Okay, there's just one. Oh, just one? Yep. Um. And I'd like to use my action. Is can I just do an arcana check on it? Uh, sure. I can't detect magic, but just to see if there's anything yeah. writings or anything on there. Yep. Um, an eight. An eight. I'm sorry. Um, an eleven. Eleven. Um, <clears throat> you look at it, and it it does seem to be compelling. Like it's intriguing. It's unlike any. Uh, dagger you've seen before. See, it looks like it's made out of obsidian, uh, with this very crudely wrapped leather handle. Okay. Um, and so maybe it's just because it looks so different. Um, but it, it does seem, you know, like it it is important. I'm going to grab it. All right. And that's it in my turn. Okay. So call show. You're up. So I'm gonna. So the. Weird little guys on the edge of the bed. Uh, yep. Okay, so I'm gonna step five foot, so I am flanking with Alarum. There's a bonfire there. You don't want to be there. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah, it's still there. Okay. Then I'm just going to recklessly attack this little creep. <laughs> the little guy. Okay. So the, I get to attack with advantage, but then attacks against me for the next round also have advantage. All right. And that'd be a natty twenty. Nice. Wow. So that's going to be 15 damage. 15 damage. So you, uh, you know, frustrated from your lack of uh, um, any impact in the previous battles and your miss swing, you recklessly lunge at this little guy who's still kind of gibbering to himself and cheering on this flesh golem. And your sword takes him right through the back and through the spine and just like almost no resistance. And you just slice him right in half and body goes falling onto the floor. You feel really good about yourself, <clears throat> big man? I do. <laughs> yeah. That was some strange aberration. Okay. So, uh, so that, uh, that, that guy is dead. Um, not on your map, but <laughs> you still have this uh, flesh golem in front of you. It had to be done. Yep. <laughs> and I was worried that you were going to spare him and question him. And how do I get out of that? Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Thora, your turn. So, Thora will again uh, try to create the bonfire where 
uh, on the space of the flesh golem. So she will say Eld and hope to ignite him this time. All right. And I have to roll my dex. Uh, 12? That does not save. All right. So I believe that now uh, has disadvantage for this round uh, from fire, right? Well, I, I don't know. He takes 1d8 fire damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I take any fire damage, he has disadvantage. So. Nice. That would be fire damage. Two. <laughs> All right. Still counts. That's it's something. Still some damage. Okay. So disadvantage for our flesh golem, who is up next. And so since Cull Show had recklessly attacked, I don't need to do disadvantage. I just roll once and hope for the best, right? Well, why would you? <clears throat> oh, he has disadvantage on everything because he took fire damage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I have disadvantage. You also had disadvantage. Right. So I think we're canceled out. Oh, that worked. Yeah. Um, but uh, 13 does not hit you. No. And just for a point of information, because I cast a new bonfire, the original bonfire went out. Perfect. This concentration. Ooh. And 25 on the second attack here. What? Um, it's going to hurt. Oh, it's really going to hurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm on fire. I mean, literally. <laughs> uh, so that's 18 damage. Whoa. Ouch. Oh. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Gut punches me. <clears throat> yeah. He has a slam. So he picks you up and just kind of shakes you around and slams you against uh, maybe the stand that the, these curtains are on and maybe the table and just kind of swinging you around before he drops you. And uh, so. more damage because he's still in the fire at the end of his turn. Oh, yeah. That's true. <clears throat> yeah. Is it 1d6 or 1d8? 1d8. Okay, so he's going to, thanks for reminding me, I will, I'll move back. And you're, you got an attack of opportunity. Yep. Mm. Cole Show, you can, I'm moving out of your reach. That'll be a 16. I wasn't reminding you, I was reminding her, by the way. Oh, okay. No, it served as a good reminder for me. <laughs> for three, only three damage, though. Three damage. Let me use charades next time. <laughs> I need to work out some kind of hand signals. Right. Uh, okay, so you managed to land a swipe after he shook you around the room a little bit uh, and then backed away from this fire. And um, so it is now Alaron's turn. Okay, I'm going to lay my hand upon Cole's show and say, may the shadows hide your wounds. I'm going to give you back. Uh, that'd be nine points of damage. I'm oh. going to move 10 feet over to the west. And I'm done. All right. So Kul Show is up to 29 hit points. And you moved. And it is now Bjorn's turn. So I've got the dagger in my hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to come right down here because the fire's still there right <clears throat> uh yes it's between me and him and i'm going to take a stab at him with the dagger all right 
Natty Ooh. 20. Oh, it's wow. magical. It is. So it takes standard damage, 1d4, and then, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. But you rolled a 20, so. Oh, straight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another three. So 12 points of damage. Thank you for that. Okay. <clears throat> With the super dagger. With the super dagger. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> you never know. Lucky dagger. Uh, call show. You're up. Right. Did I see anything? So I'll move. Uh, it, it appeared like uh, maybe you got a little grunt out of yeah. them. Okay. So, yeah. So I'll move down. So I'm flanking yep. with Alaron now. So that gives me advantage. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that'll be a 20 to hit. All right. Yeah, that'll definitely hit. Not a natty 20, right? Not a natty 20. For seven. Seven. All right. So uh, that also elicits a little grunt from the creature. Um, and Did it respond at all when I killed its owner or whatever? No. Not really, no. Hmm. I mean, he, he the little guy was talking to it you know like uh you know like it could respond like they were good friends but this thing just seems kind of like a mindless creature probably just fulfilling its last order which is to kill all of you except thora oh well thora's in the clear then yeah right thora your turn uh that bonfire right below the creature shoot with my flames with my hand, I guess, towards it. Eld. Okay. And I got a 12. That does not save. Okay. So 1d8, you said? That is one point of fire damage. Ooh. Neat. You burned Very small though. bonfire. <laughs> Very tiny Very bonfire. Um, <laughs> but it gives him disadvantage. It does not like fire. And fire bad. So it's now... Flesh Golem's turn, and he just got hit by a couple of people, and I think, ooh, uh, Bjorn, mm. that's a 25. Ouch. Mm. Oh, yeah, that hits. <laughs> oh, he got yeah. 25 on the second one? Like, you rolled twice, right? Huh? He's got disadvantage. You have disadvantage, so you got to roll twice. To oh, yeah. Lowest. I forgot about that. Mm. Oh, I forgot about that. Thanks for the reminder. Sure, anytime. <laughs> uh, second one was an 18. That hit still. Okay. Oh, well. Uh, but not as badly. I tried to help you, buddy. Um, so, you did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that would be, I rolled poorly this time. Oh, no. uh, so that's uh, eight points of damage. Okay. That's poorly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, better than Cull Show, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and then his second attack, he's going to go for Kull Show. Slam the little guy around. Disadvantage? Disadvantage, and I think I already blew it. Um, 19. <clears throat> That's a miss. Okay. So, turns to you, tries to grab onto you again, Kull Show. And Get the back. Yeah, you shove him aside, and um, it is now Alaron's turn. Oh, but he forgot to move, so fire oh. damage. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Need a reminder. Oh, who's well, on my side? Well, he had nowhere to go without <laughs> the fleshy golem thing. <laughs> okay. We we actually have him surrounded. So yeah, it's true. I don't have too many places I can actually go. So it's, you still get to make another saving throw, though. Oh, okay. 
Let's see. But he's at disadvantage. A one. We'll probably oh, not do perfect. it. Oh, hey, one damage. What the heck? I, I'll, I'll switch yeah, this one out. There bench we go. Bench that die. We'll try this one next time. Okay. All right. But still, keeps him keeps disadvantage. Him okay. Yeah. I'm going to stab stab with advantage on each. So that'd be a 16 with that one. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And that was a 10 with that one, so that's not working. Both hits. What? Oh. You serious? Yeah. He's just got an edge armor. Okay, so <clears throat> we're looking at eight points of damage. All right. For eight what it's worth. points of damage. So you uh, stab, stab, and, uh, nothing. you know, nothing. Bjorn, your turn. Again with a dagger. So when you say nothing... Are my things, is my blade doing stuff? Like I can see it slicing him open? He said he grunted last time. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he grunted when you attacked him, grunted when Bjorn attacked him, um, and has obviously not liked the fire at all. Um, but yeah. Seems to be just kind of like doesn't notice that Aleron's there at this this stage of the fight. I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, so... Without being metagamey, we would. I mean, is it kind of obvious that certain types of damage are affecting? Is that what it looks like? Perhaps, yeah. So I'm guessing a 14 hits. Yes, 14 does hit. I forgot to add my hunter's mark last time too, so that's too bad. Uh, 11 points of damage. Do you can you use hunter mark when you're melee? Any attack. Yeah. Any attack. Okay. How much damage? 11. Alrighty. But you're using a. The dagger that you just found? Yeah, but Hunter's Mark just puts him on the creature. And so anytime I attack that creature with an attack, I get a, another D6. Right. But you're using dagger and Aleron's using two daggers. Yep. So I, the same. I think it's just about damage. Yeah. We, we got to oh. hit a threshold. Hmm. Yep. So. Enough with and the I have the And I have the fancy dagger. But. The fancy dagger. <clears throat> um, so... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and it grunts again when it gets struck by. I think it's just like a half that dagger resistance. Uh, call show, you're okay. up. So I still have advantage. You do. So that'll be a twenty to hit. That will hit for eight damage. Eight damage. And you hear and kind of turns his head towards you when you take a swipe at him and uh, doesn't seem to like it. Thora. Uh, so Thora will recast Bonfire to take another hit at him. All right. Oh, so roll your saving throw. Mm, please be better. 12 again. Aha. Is <sighs> <laughs> it a one? That's a one. Did that you really? Is, I, yes, yes, it's a one. You are welcome. <laughs> okay i'm sorry my luck might have drifted in your space <laughs> yeah it's going around the table <clears throat> um but still you're doing your part uh and it is going to attack uh cull show and that is a hit so he's still a disadvantage and that is not a hit yes so does not hit you he's going to attack you again uh Yes, 21. It's my low. Uh, 
That hits, right? That hits. Oh, <laughs> oh so much fun. <laughs> that's what we'll call it. Um, well, I didn't. Ooh, that's not too bad. Um, 15 damage. To you. Oh. Picks you up and throws you against the wall. And you're pretty sure you heard something break. I felt, yeah. Wow. Oh. Uh, so it is. I should move. Uh, I'm going to move. In between you guys, you still get advantage, but I'm out of the fire. Elrond. But he provokes from Elrond. Oh, yeah. Yes, he does. So, first one is uh, 17. Well, you just get one attack, right? Oh, just the one? Okay. Your offhand is considered like a bonus action. That's still going to be five points of damage. Okay. All right. So, five more damage, uh, but... Again, doesn't seem to react to you like you're not even there. Okay. Look at me. Look at me. Just acknowledge that I exist, <laughs> yeah. man. Um, Bjorn, you're up. Well, did you? That was your. No, I haven't gone attack yet. Attack of opportunity. Oh, my, sorry. Yeah. Elrond. Elrond. Sorry. I'm gonna have the <clears throat> gonna have the shadows bite at him, so he gets a dexterity save. All right, and not too good at those from. <laughs> but he is in that one. Uh, 17. Okay. Eight points of radiant damage. Eight points of radiant damage? Mm-hmm. Okay. After the save? Oh, it made the save? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Never mind. 17. Does 17 make it? 17 makes it. Okay. <clears throat> uh, now it's Bjorn's turn. Okay. Nice try. Jeez. Almost had to look your way. Get advantage mm-hmm. on this one, don't I? Daddy 20. Ooh. Uh, all right. What's the damage here? You're you're nodding. Eighteen and points of damage. I'm not liking it. Eighteen. Holy cow. So yeah, uh, big grunt that time, and you can see that uh, you know um, he's he's definitely paying attention to you now. Um, you got his attention. Seemed just to be kind of like another day at work, you know. But now he's locked on you that really as a free action would say gregory you've been a bad boy <laughs> uh call show you're up you have advantage also natty 20 nice wow <laughs> i like advantage yeah uh, seven damage uh, seven damage hmm would Did you nice. double it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the grunt wow. <laughs> oh Okay, so, so yeah, you yes, he doubled it. Jeez. <laughs> uh, get a get a little grunt out of him, more of a more of a, a murmur, uh, and it's Thor's turn. More fire! She tells all of you that. <laughs> I, I don't have any. Yeah, and then and then bonfire. Yep, eld. And I failed. So yes, it's a five. Come on, come. Eight, eight. Yeah. eight. It's about time. Who's here shouting eight across the room? It's like, what's going on? Uh, so yeah, you light the fire and it roars up uh, around his uh, legs and had any hair, it would be all singed off right now. But um, you can see that 
does not like it and he lets out kind of a more of a not a grunt but a roar kind of uh, it smells like bacon in here yeah Ugh. delicious bacon uh and he is going to move out of that because that's not good for him and he's going to i think go after bjorn and I failed. And the next one on Cull Show, which I had more luck with. But no, first one is terrible. So, yeah, he just kind of gets out of the fire and is maybe too too uh, burned up to do any damage to anyone. And it's now Aileron's turn. Okay, well, I'll pull the shadows back to nip at him again. All right. Dexterity. Oh, yeah. That's so bad at dex. Um, nine? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's six points of radiant damage. Yay. Six points of damage. Nice. So uh, all of a sudden, he like whips around and it's kind of you know blinking and looking at you like like, hey, where'd you come from? Um, and there's four of me. <laughs> and there's four of you. And uh, yeah, so you definitely got his attention. Yay! I exist. <laughs> I matter. <laughs> You've been validated. Uh, you can just quit the fight now if you want. Um, Bjorn, you're up. Just keep hacking away. All right. That is a 23 to hit. That will definitely hit. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm at 11 points, or I'm sorry, 12 points of damage. All right. And uh, you... Walk up to it and you stab it with the dagger. Mm. And uh, as you do, it kind of grunts again. And then it looks down at you, gives you this strange look with its weird dead eyes, and then just falls in a heap to the ground. On top of me. On top of you. No, just uh, onto the floor and is dead. You killed Gregory, a harmless flesh golem. Uh, how you doing, Cole Show? Yeah, right. Cole Show looks like he was not harmed at not all. Not harmed at all. <laughs> uh, this has been a rough night. Yeah, Is you... It dead, dead? It's uh, dead, dead. Yeah. It's dead, dead. Go ahead and sever its head. All right. Uh, it's weird, but yeah, it's your thing. I mean, neck. Okay. Not, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know much about these things. You it's, want to decapitate it. Yes. Ah, uh, yes, that's yeah. a good word, decapitate. Uh, okay. <laughs> So we're That's learning new words and you're going to... It's like gonna... disembowel, but for the head. <laughs> uh, so you decapitate the flesh golem and... Uh... I'll kick the head across the room. Okay. So the head goes flying. Slow down there, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> Just not taking chances. Right. Uh, so it's dead. The little guy's been chopped in half and um, his body's lying behind you, Cull Show, uh, between you and this table. And uh, you have uh, defeated the, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever they were, uh, this odd couple. Maybe they're the Danny DeBito, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you just killed them. Hmm. That's deep. I'm going to go take a look around <laughs> the room. I, I saw a chest across the room. Yeah. Yeah, there is a chest across the room. It is uh, locked. Okay. Um, you can try to pick it if you yeah, want. Let's do that. All right. Uh, Sixteen. Uh, 16. I'm going to um, go sit down for a bit. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. 
so you go and have a seat. You're trying to pick the lock. Um, and I'll say that that was able to do it. Just barely. Generous. Kind and generous. Yes, DM. that's what I'm known for. Um, and so you open the chest. And inside, you see a small leather bag. And there are some <clears throat> papers and things. Uh, one of them on the top um, seems to be addressed to uh, someone named Malik. So I'm going to say, oh, Thora, there's some stuff to read. <laughs> you like reading so much. Um, wow. Thora rolls her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you said you like to read stuff. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else in there? Uh, there's the bag. Okay. You can open it, and inside you'll find 150 gold Sweet. worth of, uh, you know, stuff, money. Okay. So, in all kidding, what did the note say? If you could read, if I can read it. Yeah, sure. It says, uh, it says, Malik, I am giving you one of my creations to aid with your work. It will respond to your commands alone. Do not fail me again. Guessing that was Malik. Oh, he failed him. He failed. Yeah. Failed. That, that note has a deep voice. And it was a hundred and what gold? A hundred and fifty. Okay. It, was it signed? Was not signed. Was not signed. Yeah. Was there any wax seals on this one? Uh, no, no. They want to take a look. <laughs> no seals. Uh, and if you want to inspect it, you yeah, don't look really on the back. Hold it up to the light. Yeah, yeah. there's holding up to the light is very important. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but no, nothing, nothing. Mm. Okay, four Alarons are going to hold their hands out to Bjorn and say, in chorus, let me see the dagger. Oh, I thought you were going to ask and for so the money. I'm going to take sure. out my dagger that I have and show them it. <laughs> okay, you show them your dagger. Yeah. The four Alarons are going to look at him blankly. <laughs> can I roll a persuasion on that? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, you guys can do an opposition check. Um, um, do you so, need to handle it? Yes, I do. Hmm. <laughs> Tell him he can handle it once we're healed. Yeah. Ilo's blessings have been used up today. Hmm. Oh. Ilo is very stingy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No kidding. Um, so did anyone even get hurt besides call show? Yeah, I got hit. Actually, no, I do. I do have one spell I can still do. I can do prayer of healing and that can heal all of us. Oh, let's do that. Well, that's a nice one. I'm good. Okay. Yeah, but these two are not. Oh, so that would be just full heal, health. We're full, out of full health would be 19 points back. Wow. 19 back. I will gladly give you, I say, I would like that back. And I'm go grimacing. Uh, what's your max, uh, Bjorn? 31. And Cull Shows is 38, right? So I'm still down five. But Thank Ilo for me. Wow, you were down to 14. That was a close yeah. one. This but, has been a very brutal episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you, uh, anyone else looking around? Or you were going to look at the dagger? Yeah, I'm going to uh, ritually cast Detect Magic on it. All right. So, it is, uh, we'll call this the Dagger of the Everlasting. And... Uh, you get a sense that it is has been used for very dark purposes. Yeah. Um, and it is a magical dagger. 
So it is plus one. Mm-hmm. And oh, um, the user, uh, whoever wields it, you have to spend some time uh, attuning yourself to it, uh, obviously. Uh, but you can, like it has recall, so it can just appear in your hand. Do you have anything for in exchange, my friend? I just healed you. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> I'll slip yes. it into my belt. <laughs> uh, I'll give him. So, I'll give him one of my daggers. Here you go. You're more efficient with your bow anyway. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna go check the door. Yeah, Thor, when Thor wants to look that around that over. the room. Yeah. All right. So Thor is gonna look we'll around just the room. Wait for him to fall asleep. Um, the only thing really of note, uh, besides that, there's some books and some other things. Uh, there's a body. Uh, it looks like uh, Malik was trying to build um, another golem of some sort and uh, not very successfully. A lot of the flesh has kind of uh, putrefied and is uh, blackened or shriveled and he's, you know, not having much luck. So uh, he obviously didn't make Gregory. It was Gregory was a gift. Yeah. And uh, but he had been trying fumbling around trying to uh, make his own and not having much luck. So that's what's under that sheet. That explains some of the gore in the other room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then as you go around the room, the papers on the desk, there are lots of notes, uh, you know, sending, you know, telling people to go to this town or that town, just kind of giving people orders, uh, making sure the heralds are uh, dispersed throughout this part of the kingdom. And, um, you know, it seems like everyone has a quota for something, you know, like uh, new converts or whatnot. And so just he's was the brains behind that whole operation, making sure people were in the right spots and doing their jobs. Uh, And then there's a ledger uh, on the big book is actually a ledger. And as you uh, as you look at it, you can see that there are notes about a place uh, where it, it looks like they have things broken down into numbers of humans uh, and their gender, like uh, 42 humans, 13 female, 29 male, 12 half-elves, 4 female, and 8 male. And it looks like, according to the ledger, that they are sent to some place called Vadragan. And I suppose you guys could roll if you wanted to, uh, like a history check. 15. 15. <clears throat> I rolled a net at 20. Did you really? Wow. Mm-hmm. He knows the area very well. Wow. It's, it's unmodified. <laughs> yeah. I, that actually makes sense for you because you kind of lived uh, uh, a little bit more in the Drummondor area uh, in the neighboring kingdom. And uh, so this is a city in Drummondor, northern Drummondor, that is well known for being kind of the... Um, uh, slave trading capital of Drummondor. Oh. Uh, Ashmore does not, you know, it's one of the things that they differ on quite extensively is Ashmore doesn't allow slavery at all. Drummondor is still big fans. And, uh, and so Vadragan is kind of where the slave pits are and a lot of buying and selling and, you know, mm. so it's a, not a good place. So I'm assuming then 
doors kind of reading this stuff aloud like, like quietly yeah so if you say that aloud then i'm over by the door checking it make sure it's locked or whatever we're like oh i've heard of that place mm-hmm. so you can let everyone know it's and a slaver place in northern drummondor and uh the uh um, only other thing of note other than the, the numbers, they have, you know, some gnomes and even, uh, one half orc listed. It's being sent there. There's an asterisk by the half elves and it says one, two and W. So one to Northwest, one to something else, something with an NW. You're not sure. Is this ledger small enough to where we just throw this in our pack and yeah it's kind of a large heavy book but it would fit in a pack yeah certainly hmm. what was over there by the did you say as far as over by the corpse that was being studied or whatever there's yeah. a table over there yeah there's a table there's a body that looks like it's uh some parts of uh appear to be young females um, trying to make another Gregory or maybe a friend for Gregory. So based on the, so the one half elf to NW, was there any more information about that half elf? Like, did it list gender? Did it list age? Did it list any other information? Oh yeah. It was a female half elf. Just female. Mm-hmm. No indication of nothing anything else. else. Yeah. Okay. Just a asterisk and, said one two and w in the female elf uh uh-huh. half elf column so uh cult show do you do you know what the nw might mean is there some nw in drummondor i, <laughs> I don't know on the spot. i'm in a tunnel <laughs> i don't think so okay um yeah i you guys could you know maybe if you look at your map or something um you know maybe there's something on the map that would make sense could just be northwest um totally up to you guys to figure that out well we have time so we north wall well right away see maps maps kids check them out um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so North Wall could be. Uh, it's our public announcement for the day. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the more you know about public maps. service. Um, yeah, so North Wall could be NW, definitely. Well, that's not too far away. Yeah, that would be kind of on your way. Sort of the next one on the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So uh, the uh, the bag of coins you found was that was in the chest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was all that was in the chest. That in the the notes, the notes oh. that I'll. If you want to keep track of those, I'll. Oh boy, do I! Okay, well, you <laughs> seem to like reading. Calligraphy sets, yeah, binds us together. Um, so you've got a note, and you've got uh, some ledger, mm-hmm. and some gold, and a fancy dagger. There's nothing in that dresser over there. Uh, there's some clothes and things. Uh, looks like uh, more of the, the rusty colored lower level cultist robes. And besides Malik, there was no other names, no other signatures or anything in the 
Ledger at all? Uh, Papers? Lots of names uh, of people. Um, nothing that seems to stand out. Okay. Uh, it looks like a lot of communication back and forth with other heralds that are, you know, going to and fro. Sure. And the ledger makes it look like they uh, they are putting humans in slavery too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's you got a lot of info out of this, and you stop this crazy crazy dude. What's what's next? Well, so <clears throat> we I feel like we need to press on according to the shiny coin guy, but uh, are we, do we have any more potions or anything? If we get to another big fight, this could get bad. I have potions. Okay. So you're going to share a potion with Cull Show and... Oh, I'm not saying... You have now. no potions right now? I don't have any. How is that possible? What are you doing? <laughs> Drinking my potions. I don't think I understand the question. <laughs> I could swear we gave you potions. Uh, yeah, you yeah, each exactly. got one potion last time, a healing potion. Did you take it? I can't I remember think where I, you I mean, it. I have zero. I have, I can see it's been erased and there is a zero on my sheet. Look, I show you. Okay, I'll pull out a potion and give it zero to you. Zero on my sheet doesn't show you <laughs> on my sheet. Here, sheet. You now have a potion. You can see. I keep a log of all my gear in my pack. I, yes, I'm very meticulous, meticulous about that. <laughs> Um, so there's a recipes in here, huh? Yeah. I, I do have some recipes. But I'm not kidding. Ilo's blessings are... Tapped out. Tapped, tapped out. out. Um, so, yeah, it might be time for you guys just to get out of here. Heal up. But Rest what about up. the evil? Yes, I mean, he said we had to deal with the evil. It. Uh, could be. Yeah, well, I, I respect the talking coin, but, uh, you know, I'd rather we not die facing the evil. What if All we right. tried talking to the we, talking uh, coin right, right now? I mean, we came back. in here and did what we were supposed to do, right? Yeah, we, we, we did. So I think that maybe we should go back and, and get some more information before we just go further down this, this right, Yeah, hole. he was very urgent. I fish into my pants and well, pull it out. Maybe he meant this. Maybe, coin. Maybe coin. he meant exactly what we just did. Coin. Yeah. Smarty pants. <laughs> hello. Hello. I'm talking to you, coin. That Can would, you heal uh, me? Uh, doesn't respond. Uh, you are the most useless <laughs> magic person that I've ever met. Uh, yeah, stick that back in your Busy, crush. busy gnome. Maybe so break. are we all on the same page here? Or? Well, no, you've got I, the girls I, down in the tunnel. Yes. Probably scared. I'm ready to go. I think we should press on a little farther and see what's going on. All right. I mean, I don't exactly want to die today, but, you know, it, this seems Thora? like really bad people. Look, uh, Ilo's gotten impatient with all my asks, and uh, I'm starting to get impatient, too. So I think we should go and <laughs> save the girls that we came here to save. Thora, any thoughts? I do not know. I think your cleric is saying that he's out of spells. Well, the cleric is out of spells, so yeah. he's pretty useless now. <laughs> Why don't you go hang out with I the can, girls? I can still bite you with the shadows like all night long. So, uh, okay. Well, he's got a new dagger too. Yeah, he does. Oh, well, we could sit around see. here and talk about this for a long time, or we just decide. I am kind of with Elrond here, and I think we should take care of these girls, and then we can come back. We know how to get back here. Yes, but they're gonna know we came in, and they'll probably seal it off. Then we'll come through the front and we, door. 
<laughs> I think we have some sort of element of surprise right now. I would say we press on, and if we have to sacrifice the barbarian, that's uh, what we have to do. Okay. I'm, sacrifice the barbarian. I'm absolutely going to walk away from the barbarian if it comes to that. I want to be clear. Okay. All right. Duly noted. Let's go. Oh. Fighting on. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> this was your idea. I'll accept that. All right. So there is a door going out the other side of yeah. this room. Um, and you guys line up behind it. And who's going in first? Barbarian? Is that what it looks like? Oh, yeah. No, this is all. All barbarian show. I will, show. I will quietly open the door. <laughs> okay. So you quietly open the door and... That's where we'll end it for this time. <laughs> Remember that roll. Had to know, right? It's a 21 stealth. I want that on the tape. <laughs> 21 stealth. Oh, I'll let you keep that for next time. All right. But, All right. Uh, good job, guys. Yeah. Took out uh, this creepy Malik dude. stuff. And Gregory. Oh, and we'll see you <laughs> next week. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.